When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An excellent work by Aho, and he's in on Olmark. Aho, 480 scores! Sebastian Aho puts Carolina up 1 0. Now looking for Svechnikov across for Aho. Patience in Olmark outweights Aho. And then after that, Martian coming after Aho. Well, this will be interesting to see if the Canes might get a little extra time. Paul Stastny here, and he'll take the draw. One back for Burns. He'll shovel it across. Quick opportunity by Natchez. Rebound. They'll score! Stastny, who comes in, buries the loose change. A power play goal. And the Canes go up 2-0, making Boston pay. The other way, it's the Burns. Carlo again. This time, he'll get this puck in. Deeper behind the Canes. Net out in front for Hall. Anderson denies him once, twice, and shuts the door. Out of the zone it goes. Jarvis tried to knife it away from Carlo, and he does. Now Jarvis in on Olmark. Jarvis back and he scores! Oh, Seth Jarvis! That goes in a museum. 3-0 Carolina. Back from McAvoy. He drew the penalty. Now he hands it off for Pasternak. His low drive out in front. March on rebound. Anderson with a save, and then he'll cover it up. Mr. Anderson tested on the power play and comes up with the answers. Stahl takes it away from Bergeron. Puck in the corner, and it'll find Stahl along the boards, but Pasternak will keep it in before the Canes can clear. But Martinuk gets to it up to Stahl. Stahl pulling away from Pasternak. The captain motoring in for it is score! Exclamation point from Jordan Stahl. 4-1 Carolina. A shorthanded marker. Killing some time. He'll flip the puck. It'll come over the blue line in four seconds. And this one's over. Put it in the books. Carolina downs the Bruins 4-1. 32nd win of the season for Carolina. Just the seventh regulation loss for Boston. And a clinical performance for Rod Brindamore's bunch. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold, and welcome back inside PNC Arena where the Hurricanes just completed a 4-1 win over the Boston Bruins. Second game of the year that Carolina and Boston have matched up. We got one more to go, and I believe it's toward the tail end of March, and it will be the anniversary of the day that it was announced that the Hurricanes were leaving Hartford and coming to Carolina. If I'm not mistaken, I believe I have that correct. I did a whole podcast on the move. You think I would know that for fact? I'm pretty sure that is true, though. Uh, so, you can, by the way, you can follow that podcast or you catch that podcast really in this feed. But uh, when you, you go to you, wherever you get your podcast and search Kane's 25th anniversary podcast and voila, there it is. Uh, tonight's win was complete. Carolina was the better team from start to finish. 
and they pick up a 4-1 win. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sam Hanna's crew do a great job. Uh, I keep hearing the commercials of me and uh, Dallas and um, Mr. Day just kind of hanging out in the studio, goofing off. That's all we do. That's all we do is goof off. They're incredible people, though, at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. So uh, go check them out for free, no obligation estimate online, aluminumcompany.com. Where do we start? I know where we start. If I asked you, all right, you, uh, Hurricanes fan, you watched the game. You saw uh, Canes for Boston 1. And I ask you, why did Carolina win this game? Your answer would be correct. The penalty kill was awesome. For I mean, for real, Boston didn't have that many great looks on their own power play. They had shots. There were some chances, but they were not awesome on their power play. In fact, Boston was credited on their own power play. I don't even, I guess a, a lot of these came in the, uh, the two in the third period uh, with six grade A chances in six power plays. They scored no goals. You would think they would have had more. They only had seven total chances on their power play. Carolina had seven on their four, uh, and Carolina's power play is kind of mid. But Boston was, Boston came in with the, what, fourth best power play in the NHL, and a power play that had given Carolina all sorts of trouble over the years. And Carolina was the better team on Boston's power play, I thought. And to me, that's the reason they won the game, is that Boston, who got six power play chances, just didn't do anything with them because Carolina's penalty kill was next-level good. Um, So we go back, we go, hey, why did the Hurricanes win that game 4-1? It's the penalty kill. Look, there are other factors. It's not just the penalty kill. I know Boston played last night in Florida, uh, played in, into uh, overtime, although they only played 17 seconds of overtime. And Florida came back and beat them in OT 4-3. And they played two nights prior in Tampa. Uh, yes, three games in four nights, all on the road, all with travel. It's minor travel, to be, uh, to be fair. Uh, you go from Tampa to Miami to here. I mean, Miami to here, not that... Not that strenuous a travel. You're not, it's not time zones, whatever. So does it have some impact? Rob Brindamore said after the game it had some impact, but I don't know. Boston came out with a lot of energy too. Carolina was just better. Boston was feisty. Boston was physical. Boston was doing all sorts of Boston things. So it wasn't like they were uh, wallflowers tonight. Carolina was just better. Carolina's done this to a lot of teams. So I mean, is it a factor? Yeah, probably. Uh, is it, Should it take away any of the shine from a win like this? Hell no. Hell no. Enjoy it, revel in it, and understand that your team is, I mean, I'm not saying that Carolina is better than Boston, but I don't hate Carolina against Boston. I don't. Especially when you can have Jordan Stahl uh, playing so well against Patrice Bergeron, and when Sebastian Ajo does that to the David Krejci line. In the third period, I kind of thought that Boston might flip it back and go Pasternak with 
Bergeron and uh, Marchand, but Jim Montgomery left it as it was, which is probably the right thing to do, to be honest. Um, but sometimes he likes to, you know, sometimes Boston has loaded up their their big three. Pasternak is amazing, uh, but I don't. I thought Carolina defended him very well, and in fact, they took the puck from him several times tonight. Jalen Chatfield on one of Boston's early power plays took the puck from David Pasternak. It was very Jacob Slavin-esque, and Chatfield, for the most part, been filling Slavin's role. By the way, tonight, Calvin Hunt, sneaky, on the low, took some of those shifts. Chatfield only played a little bit more than 15 minutes tonight. I thought Chatfield was good, but I think what Rod Brindamore did was took advantage of the fact that Calvin DeHaan was on one. So, good for... Good for DeHaan, who played exceptionally well tonight. Really did. Played exceptionally well today. And to me, that was one of the reasons why the Carolina Hurricanes won the game. DeHaan was great. Uh, Chatfield, take nothing away from him. I think Chatfield's been awesome. Uh, And he was good again today. But I think Rod just decided, hey, while we've got uh, DeHaan going as well as he is, let's let him do it. Let's move on. The Sebastian Ajo line. What they did, not only against Krejci and Pasternak and Pavel Zaka, they were on the ice for the only goal. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but Aho, Jarvis, Taravainen, they were great defensively tonight. They were re- really good in all phases. Even on the on the Jarvis goal, where Aho and Taravainen don't get credit for an assist, because I, I understand, I'm not complaining, Jarvis ultimately stole the puck from Brandon Carlo. But it was Ajo that makes the play defensively in the corner to the right of Freddie Anderson. He chips it out. Taravainen gets it up to Jarvis, who tried to chip it off the wall and around Carlo. It didn't quite get enough on it, so Brandon Carlo ends up with the puck, and Jarvis just took the puck back. So uh, all the work that Ajo and Taravainen did prior uh, ultimately matter not in terms of an assist, even though it creates the play. So it was a uh, it was an outstanding defensive effort, I thought, from that line. The stall line, again, dynamite against Bergeron, Marchand, and Taylor Hall. Uh, Hall, by the way, ultimately got the goal, and uh, he deflected the Pavel Zaka shot past Freddie Anderson. They did uh, ultimately change the goal to a Taylor Hall goal, um, and that was the only goal given up. And on that play, real quick, so Sebastian Ajo's got a stick on the ice and he's skating across the zone and Hampus Lindholm skates near him and flicks the stick out of Ajo's hand into the corner. That's a penalty. That's just, Unless I don't know the rules, that's a penalty. It uncalled. The continuation of the play, and my one criticism of Ajo would be, you, sir, should continue to play. You should continue to play. And if you do, maybe you're close enough to Pavel Zaka to bother the initial shot, and it doesn't ultimately end up in a goal. Were you correct that it should have been a penalty? Yes. But your complaint is not going to change their mind, and it allowed too much room for Zaka. Ultimately, it ends up in the goal. Turns out that goal didn't matter. I mean, it, it made the rest of the period a little bit anxious, but ultimately that goal didn't 
ultimately that goal did not matter in the equation. So, but that was my ex, my read on the entire play is that I don't know how you don't call a penalty there. Adam Golden studio with my friend Jeff Monsine, who used to be the owner operator of the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. His dad was as well. Sammy Hanna is now in charge. Let's talk about windows, or are they winders? I like to say winders because you winders, look like a winder guy. Yeah, but if you're thinking about custom-made windows, bay and bow windows, garden windows, double-hung sliders, all the windows are insulated, super energy efficient, tilt-in for cleaning. Give the aluminum company a call. One of the great salesmen will come out, give you a free no-obligation estimate. Ryan can tell you a little can bit more. Can I talk more. to one of the great salesmen? Yeah, talk to him. I have Ryan Monsine here. You know him. Do you have a favorite window? We do. My favorite's the double-hung window. Like Jeff said, it tilts in, easy to clean, and it's Energy Star rated, which means it's going to make your home a lot more airtight, a lot more energy efficient, too. Very good. I like airtight. I like energy efficient. And I like the fact that you called your dad, Jeff. Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. 800-672-4348 and aluminumcompany.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I know how it felt to me tonight. It did feel like the Hurricanes were up against the officiating tonight. Um, it's probably not 100% the case, and maybe that's unfair. Maybe that's a little fandom. But there were a lot of things let go during the game. I'll go back and actually we'll play the uh I want to play the clip here because this was very curious to me. Now looking for Svechnikov across for Aho. Patience in Allmark outweights Aho. And then after that, Marchand coming after Aho. Well this will be interesting to see if the Canes might get a little extra time on the power play. They did not get extra time in the power play. It didn't matter because Paul Stasny would score on the power play when he came on for Andrei Svechnikov. But here's the way this play happens. Svechnikov passes to Aho. Aho waits just a second, takes a shot on Olmark. Olmark makes the save. I don't know how long after the whistle, significantly long enough to be, wow, that's interesting. Marshan comes over and gives a two a, a cross check to the forearms of Aho. A, I'm sure that hurt. B, that's a penalty. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why that's not a penalty. So Aho gives a, sh- a shot to him back, which good for Sebastian Aho. So okay, we got those two things happen. I thought that they might actually even up Marshand and Aho, but there's a scrum that develops right after that, and Andre Svechnikov comes over. And he pulls Marchand off Aho. Bergeron, of course, pulls Svechnikov off Marchand. How did Andre get two minutes for roughing there? Like, here's what I think would have been proper. No call. Nothing. Don't even give Bergeron anything. I'm, I'm sorry, not Bergeron, Marchand anything. Don't even give him anything. But that, evening, it, evening that out, 
was ignoring what happened. You'd have been, I would have more respect for that call if you simply called nothing than, than for sending Andrei Svechnikov to the penalty box. It's as though 37's on the ice. Well, he must be doing something wrong. So let's send him to the box. It was idiotic to me. Absolutely idiotic. Ultimately, didn't cost Carolina because they're still on the power play and Paul Stasny scored at the side of the goal and it made it to nothing. Actually, at that point in the period, before Carolina went on the power play, actually, as they went on the power play, we I kind of noted on Twitter how important it was because as dominant as Carolina has been in this game, and Carolina was the better team from start to finish, if that period ends and it's one nothing, I just don't feel great about things going into the third period. Do you see what Boston's numbers are in the third period? 73 goals for, 31 against. How are you plus 42 in any period? They are plus 42. Well, they were plus 42 in the third period. Carolina outscored them 2-1. So, uh, look, that, that second goal was a big deal. It gave Carolina the cushion. And then Seth Jarvis continued what I thought was a good night, really start to finish as well for him, where where he scores early in the third to make it uh, to make it three nothing. The goal happens a minute and a half or so later, two minutes later to make it three uh, one, and then it becomes that that goal just changed the tone of the game. I thought it was just in a very very important part of the game. Uh, but look, that's a good win for Carolina. Uh, they won. F- How about no Jacob Slavin? And you've won all four games without Jacob Slavin. It's sort of like what happened with Sebastian Ajo, right? Sebastian Ajo misses seven games. Carolina won all seven. Jacob Slavin misses four games. You've won all four. Absolutely awesome. All right, let's go through some uh, some streaks, I guess. For the Hurricanes, and by the way, the Canes have won five in a row. They have points in eight straight. We kind of joked after uh, they went through that four-game losing streak when they beat the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, in Columbus. Oh, maybe they'll be starting another streak. It felt like maybe they would. Well, they have now have points in eight in a row, 7-0-1 in their last eight. By the way, Boston, for the first time all year, has lost three in a row. No, of course, Boston, for the first time all year, lost two in a row <laughs> when they lost to Florida last night. So, Brent Burns had an assist tonight. Uh, he was on the Paul Stasny power play goal. Uh, Burns now has points in five straight. That's pretty good. Uh, Sebastian Ajo's goal, his seventh goal in his last four games, he ha- now has nine goals and five assists in his last ten games. I think that's good. I think Sebastian Ajo is, uh, is good at this, uh, this hockey thing. And Ajo now has... 44 points in 42 games. He is the only player on the Hurricanes roster who is at better than a point per game. Martin Natchez had an assist tonight, so he's got 45 points in 49 games. Um, so he's, uh, he has at least been relatively clutch. Seth Jarvis, uh, who had a goal tonight, his first in seven games. He had a six-game goal drought. His second goal since December 17th. Uh, he came in one goal in 17 games. Uh, Paul Stasny get his, get, gets his fourth goal 
Andrei Svechnikov, now 13 games without one. Since he was named an All-Star, he has gone goalless since he was named an All-Star. I don't think the two are related, but it was just worth pointing out, I thought. Uh, All right, so here's what's coming up next. This is a difficult time of the schedule, I think. It was actually good that they played Boston because Boston is always going to have your attention. Uh, I hope the L.A. Kings have Carolina's attention because the L.A. Kings are third in the Pacific Division and are having an absolutely excellent year. The one thing I would say is the Kings allow a lot of goals, Um, and they've been uh, somewhat opportunistic uh, because they are minus nine in goal differential this year, but they allow a lot of goals. So uh, they obviously have done some things right. And uh, with Andre Kopitar and uh, players like Adrian Kempe, and they've got some good young players too. Uh, that is not going to be an easy game. That's Tuesday. Then they go to Buffalo, another team who is playing remarkably well. Right now, the Buffalo Sabres are a playoff team. 6-2-2 two and two in their last 10. But if you go by points percentage, the Buffalo Sabres right now are the uh, the second wild card. Boston is the first seed. Carolina is the second seed. The third seed is New Jersey. Number four is Toronto. The fifth seed is Tampa. It's not a lot different between Tampa and Toronto, but... Uh, Tampa would be the fifth seed. That's interesting. One, uh, one, four, and five in the Atlantic Division. Two, three, and six, the Rangers, in the Metropolitan Division. Washington, in terms of points, is fourth in the Metro, but uh, their loss tonight uh, drops them not only below, well, they were already below Buffalo in terms of points percentage, uh, but they're, they continue to be below Pittsburgh. Uh, it's just one point separating Pittsburgh and Washington, uh, but Wash- Pittsburgh's got three games in hand on the Capitals. Buffalo, what a rock uh, up and down season they have had. Buffalo's been all over the place, uh, but they're on a nice little run now, and I think the Sabres are legit good, and Carolina is going to from L.A. here to Buffalo there, and then they go off for about 10 days doing nothing. And sometimes you don't want to see the all-star break, but I think these guys need a little bit of a rest. Um, I think, I think rather, I think Jacob Slavin will play against LA on Tuesday. Sebastian Ajo played a game before the Christmas break. I think, I think Jacob Slavin will get the game in. Uh, He may not play both. Maybe he doesn't play LA. Maybe he just plays Buffalo, but I think he'll play one of those two games. Uh, I think it was close to playing tonight, and Rod Brindamore just didn't want to put him in. We'll see what happens on Tuesday here against the LA Kings. Um, but that's it from PNC Arena. The Hurricanes with a 4-1 win. And Let me just say one more thing about a win like this over Boston. Much like I thought the game in Dallas was a measuring stick type of a game, so too is this. And I, I get, we have all sorts of reasons to downplay the win because of Boston's travel and all that. But that's all part of it. It's all part of it. And I don't think it has as big an impact as, certainly not to diminish a dominant 4-1 performance. So, 
I just think that uh, Carolina today had it. And if they play like this, they still need to get a little bit more out of their best pockets. But Linus Olmark's excellent, having just one of those type seasons. Oh, I didn't mention this. And I apologize for not mentioning it because I should have. So the two goaltenders tonight, I think this to me, this is one of those statistical uh, uh, oddities, if you will. The two goaltenders tonight, Olmark and Freddie Anderson, have interesting history against the other team. So think about this. Freddie in his career now has made 19 starts against the Boston Bruins. He is 16-3-0 against Boston with a 9.38 save percentage in his career. That's a pretty good sample size, don't you think? Allmark against the Hurricanes in his career, 0-3-1, has never beaten Carolina. Now, most of that is with a bad Buffalo Sabres team. I get it. 0-3-1. 884 save percentage. With that said, Olmark was excellent tonight. So, he's made six appearances against Carolina. Five starts, no wins. 0-3-1. All right, we got to go. Uh, appreciate your time. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find that at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. If you need home improvements, if you need to make your home more beautiful and energy efficient, AluminumCompany.com has everything you need. Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating and a review. And you don't have to give us a review. I don't know I'm just used to saying that. I don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to do that. All I really want you to do is listen and enjoy it. Because you're a big Hurricanes fan. It's the only reason why you're listening to this now. I mean, I can't, unless you stumbled on it by accident. Canes Corner Podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. So... Until the next one, which is Tuesday after the Canes and the Kings, I'm Adam. See you later. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money.